Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, as the world rings in a new year, America sees its deadliest day yet of coronavirus. New Year's Eve fireworks without revelers. Cities worldwide celebrate under lockdown. Tonight, grim predictions for the first weeks of 2021. In California, more than 25,000 total deaths. Nurses say hospitals have become war zones. The LAPD putting 1,000 officers on patrol tonight, looking to break up large gatherings before they become super spreaders. Vaccine delays weeks into distribution. Why have just a fraction of the expected shots been given? And tonight, the FBI is investigating a man who says he deliberately spoiled hundreds of doses of vaccine. We'll have the latest details. Also tonight, Republicans have to take sides in President Trump's dead-end efforts to overturn the election. And with just days to go before those key Senate runoff races in Georgia, one of the candidates is now in quarantine. Tale of the tape. New video shows a woman attacking a black teenager, falsely accusing him of stealing her iPhone. His family is demanding her arrest. What she's saying tonight, and it's not an apology. New Year's storm. Millions are under weather alerts from Texas to New York. We'll have the latest. History on the hardwood. The extraordinary moment when Becky Hammond became the first woman to serve as an NBA head coach. And this isn't kid stuff. Meet the eight-year-old entrepreneur who's matching style with purpose. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us. Nora is off tonight. I'm Major Garrett. We begin this New Year's Eve with subdued celebrations, as well as a longing to put a painful year behind us, even as we burnish hopes for better days ahead. But we know this is true. 2021 will begin much the way 2020 is ending, with suffering and a twinge of uncertainty. As we come on the air tonight, COVID 
which emerged on the world's radar just about a year ago, has killed more than 344,000 Americans. Records, whether we want them to or not, continue to fall, as more than 3,700 deaths were recorded in the United States in each of the past two days. And more than 125,000 Americans will begin this new year in hospitals. Tonight, Times Square, as is the custom, will once again be the centerpiece of our national celebration. The ball will drop, but few will see it in person. You see, police are keeping the crowds away to prevent the spread of the virus. And in Los Angeles, police are out in force to crack down on parties. California remains the pandemic's epicenter, with hospitals there simply overwhelmed. Help in the form of a vaccine appears slow in coming. Tonight, the CDC says fewer than 3 million Americans will have received that first dose, far short of the Trump administration's projection of 20 million doses by the end of this year. There is a lot of new reporting for you and your family tonight. Our team is following every angle. CBS's Nikki Batiste leads off our coverage from New York City's Times Square. Nikki, good evening. Major, about a million people normally fill these Times Square streets behind me to ring in the new year. But this year, as you can see, they're closed to the public. The NYPD says anyone who tries to gather here tonight will be asked to move along, except for 40 frontline workers who are invited to watch the crystal ball drop. This empty New Year's Eve epicenter is a familiar scene around the world tonight. In England, the prime minister ordered people to stay home. And despite a fireworks display in Sydney, the harbor below was a ghost town as the clock ticked midnight. But in Wuhan, China, thousands rang in 2021 wearing masks. In Wisconsin tonight, a hospital pharmacist was arrested for intentionally destroying more than 500 doses of the COVID vaccine. Police say he left the vials out of refrigeration overnight, knowing they'd be useless. We're really not able to make any judgments on motive at this time. As the U.S. counts down to 2021, the CDC is projecting 80,000 Americans will die in the next three weeks from COVID-19. You should really just appreciate the time you have with the people that you love. Pamela Addison's 44-year-old husband, Martin, a hospital speech pathologist and father to their two-year-old daughter and baby boy, was among the nearly 343,000 Americans who have died from COVID-19. Pamela is now part of a group of about 80 women and men who also lost their spouses and partners to the coronavirus. Is there any one thing that any of them has said to you that has really resonated with you? When they say, I'm so fast thankful that I found this group because you truly understand. I think that is what is so meaningful to me. A nurse held Martin's hand in the hospital during what would be his final FaceTime call with Pamela. It happened to be the anniversary of when he asked me to marry him. We, I just reminisced about that day and how I would say yes all over again. And then I loved him. And even though he was heavily sedated, um, he squeezed her hand and tried to open his eyes. And two days later, he died. Pamela Addison told me her husband always said, tomorrow is not promised. Mayor Bill de Blasio announced today that New York City will hold a day of remembrance on March 14th, 2021, one year after the first COVID-19 death here. Major? Much to remember. Nikki Batiste, thank you so much. Today, California became the third state to surpass 25,000 COVID deaths following New York and Texas. In Los Angeles County, many funeral homes are filled to capacity, and healthcare professionals feel as if they are under siege. Here is CBS's Carter Evans. 
Hospitals in Southern California are at the breaking point with one in five COVID tests coming back positive. It's just utter chaos. Nurse Tavania Ekwe runs the ER at Anaheim Global Medical Center, where even the outdoor tents are filling up. It is um, a war zone where we have ambulance run after ambulance run. And hospitalizations are on track to double in January. How can L.A. hospitals handle twice as many patients? The simple answer is we can't. Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti put it in blunt terms. People will die in the hallways of our hospitals. Our behavior will dictate whether people live or die as much as any actions a hospital takes. Tonight, he's sending out extra patrols to shut down New Year's Eve parties. How many officers are you going to have out on the streets breaking up parties? Probably over a thousand officers out in force uh, during New Year's Eve. What is your message to those people in this absolute time of crisis? Be lifesavers. Don't be killers. When 95% of people are doing the right thing, it's still dangerous, let alone when 80% of people are doing the right thing, and it's disastrous. And for Garcetti, the pandemic is now personal. Our own daughter, she went on a fast food run and one shopping run. She got a positive COVID-19 test, and she did everything right, and still it came to our house. Carter Evans, CBS News, Los Angeles. Tonight, President Trump is back in Washington, returning home a day early from his Mar-a-Lago resort. His return comes as Republican leaders resist his demand for bigger stimulus checks, while allies plan one last long, long shot to challenge the president's election defeat. Here is CBS's Weijia Jiang. President Trump ignored questions as he returned to the White House. Minutes later, he posted a video on Twitter touting Operation Warp Speed. They'll be talking about this great, great thing that we did with the vaccines. But the president did not address how slow the rollout is. The administration aimed to vaccinate 20 million people by today, but fewer than 3 million Americans have received a shot. The White House announced Mr. Trump was cutting his vacation short. Soon after, Senator Josh Hawley revealed he plans to vote against the certification of President-elect Joe Biden's victory. This is my opportunity to stand up and say something. Fellow Republican Senator Ben Sass called attempts to change the election results a dangerous ploy. Another fight is brewing in the Senate over bigger stimulus checks. Socialism for rich people is a terrible way to help the American families that are actually struggling. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has tied a vote on increasing the payments to two unrelated issues, repealing protection for Internet companies and election fraud. Just give us a vote on the House passed bill and we can vote on whatever right wing conspiracy theory you'd like. In Georgia, voters lined up for hours to cast early ballots in the upcoming runoff elections for two Senate seats that will determine control of the chamber. Tonight, Georgia Republican Senator David Perdue, who is fighting to keep his seat, is in quarantine after coming into close contact with someone on his campaign who tested positive for COVID-19. On Monday, President-elect Joe Biden and President Trump plan to be in Georgia on the eve of the elections, a state Mr. Trump lost. Major? Weijia Jang, thank you. Tonight, we're getting a look at some new video of a confrontation in a New York hotel. A young woman there falsely accused a black teenager of stealing her iPhone. We are also hearing from her for the very first time. Here is CBS's Jamie Yukis. 
The newly released video shows the woman tackling 14-year-old Keon Harold Jr. in the hotel lobby. You see, you see two black people? No, I'm not letting him walk away with my phone. But that day after Christmas accusation was false. She actually left it in an Uber. The driver returned it a short time later. Are you kidding me? Grammy-winning musician Keon Harold filmed the incident as he tried to protect his son. All playing out in the New York hotel where he and his son were guests. We literally were coming downstairs to have brunch. CNN says the woman claimed she was attacked and hasn't apologized for the false claim. The family wants her charged with assault. No 14-year-old boy should be scared and threatened. They shouldn't have to feel scared or feel like they're threatening anybody. Jamie Yucas, CBS News, New York. A major storm is bringing snow and ice to the Midwest and into New England this holiday weekend. Parts of West Texas have already gotten several inches of snow, causing a significant pileup on I-20. Some drivers there were stranded for hours. CBS's Lonnie Quinn joins us now. And Lonnie, this looks like a potent storm. Where is it heading next? Okay, especially when you consider, you know, some festivities that are going on tonight. Now, I realize no big crowds are gathering, but weather is going to be an issue, and that's what we're dealing with. Now, the first thing your eye is going to focus on, you were talking about the snow in Texas. Sure enough, portions of Texas have picked up a foot of snow right now, but the story is right here. This, this red outline in Louisiana, all right, that's a tornado watch, and that's for about the next three hours or so, so it could get very volatile weather-wise as you push into your New Year's Eve. So where's it going to go from here? The future cast, the computer models are showing us by tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, you've got snow falling anywhere around the Chicago area, pushing up towards Detroit. But south of that, St. Louis, you're into an icy mix. And then it's rain for most everybody else. But by Friday at 8 p.m., now you're looking at some icing taking place in portions of, say, Pennsylvania into New York. And mostly rain for the East Coast cities in terms of overnight lows as you're bringing in the new year. Record warmth for places like Savannah, Daytona, Florida. Temperatures not getting below, say, the lower or mid-60s. North of that, your temperatures will be in the 30s, and that's where they should be for this time of the year. Major? New video released today shows police in Columbus, Ohio, waited 10 minutes before giving first aid to an unarmed black man who was shot by a white officer. Stop him up. Still moving. Andre Hill lay mortally wounded at a home where he was staying. Five minutes after shooting Hill, officers saw he was moving and handcuffed him. They began CPR several minutes later. Adam Coy, who shot Hill, has been fired. Hill's family is demanding Coy's arrest. And what a moment in sports. Becky Hammond became the first woman to serve as a head coach of an NBA team, taking over when San Antonio Spurs head coach Greg Popovich was ejected early in Wednesday's game with the Lakers. She called her brief head coaching run a substantial moment. She just wishes the Spurs had won the game. Two young brothers in Georgia have become masters at making money and sharing their wealth with others. CBS's Mark Strassman introduces us. I am the CEO and founder, and Noah is the president, newly promoted. (laughs) Small businessman Triandos Thornton and his theatrical little brother Noah. They sell bow ties. My idea was it for, to motivate kids to um, see that style meets purpose. You need to be in the moment and look yes. good in the moment. Yes. Like you do right now. Yes. <laughs> then you take the right side over left side. The third grader started his bow tie company when he was five. Annual sales today, 
pushing $50,000. And my plans for the future are going to be like getting a bow tie store. He's learned life skills. Look up, look down all the time. Any parent can appreciate. If someone shakes your hand, shake firmly, of course, before COVID times. Their parents help, but this is kid business. So they're involved in the entire process. If there's a disagreement about business, who wins? Mom and dad or the CEO? <laughs> the CEO. CEO wins. <laughs> <laughs> but that's only when it comes to business because the household rules are still mom and dad. But wait, there's more. So I want my own food and toy drive. Profits help needy families. UPS donated a truckload of supplies. 2,000 bow tie drivers learned style meets purpose. Will you give me a bow tie lesson? Yes. Okay, show me how to do it. Okay. Anyone wants what Triando sells. No, no, it's under, like this. Bow ties give you superpowers of confidence. Think yeah. we look good? Yeah, I think we look good. Mark Strassman, CBS News, McDonough, Georgia. That's tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett here in Washington. Before we go, we very much want to thank all the journalists all over the world who helped put this broadcast on the air night after night during one of the most challenging years of all of our lives. It gives me great pleasure to say from all of us here at CBS News, Happy New Year. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.